1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: Ross Tucker is in Las Vegas for Super Bowl 58, or as the kids are calling it, LV3. Ross, you seem like you're having a great time. I mean, how could you not? Um, Maybe I'm wrong, though.
2: No, I think that's fair. I'm having a good time. I didn't hear about LV3.
0: No, tell me about that. Well, you've got the L, then you've got the V, and then you've got the three I's. So better than you know, it's more. I think maybe, arguably, it's more hip than 58 or LVIII to go. Just go LV3. Uh, that's what I'm hearing anyway.
2: I kind of like it. I yes. hadn't heard that before, but I might have to use that. Do it. Feel like I'm. Uh, I could use some hipness in my game. <laughs>
0: On the line, Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker, insider calls brought to you by Old Spice, Men Have Skin Too, and by Northwest Bank for what's next. It looks like, Ross, your setup and others I've seen, are you just like surrounded or three quarters of the way surrounded by like walls of AstroTurf?
2: Um. Oh, no. Yeah, so that I think is just DraftKings. Okay, and it's not it's not astroturf. I think it's supposed to almost be like a. Uh, I think it's supposed to be like a like a a Wrigley Field type of feel. Mm. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> like... I don't know if it's astroturf <laughs> or not, but it's uh, it's actually nice. I like it. it gives me uh, some privacy. Yeah, yep. it's cool.
0: Well, what's it been like for the first couple of days here? Have, have you been? Uh starstruck at any point i'm talking to a guy here that when taylor swift sees him she's like i know you so i don't know if you're going to be starstruck potentially but what's it been like
2: yeah i mean uh i think so far so good uh you know i i think um you know you get here on sunday and didn't really do much then yesterday did the radio road thing and then you guys will appreciate this i'm the only former player the only color analyst that went to the NFL food and beverage press conference.
1: <laughs> yes. It
2: was, uh, it was at a Legion stadium. I am, I'm 99% sure 75% of the people that were there were just there for the free food. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was pretty much one of them, I would say, um, <laughs> But, uh, no, it was great. I interviewed. You can hear it on today's Ross Tucker Football Podcast. I interviewed the head of hospitality for the Raiders. By the way, her last name is Lombardi. Can't make that up. Good. Um, But, no, they had some really, you know, we could sample the stuff that they'll have in the suites. Man, they have this thing called a Grilled Donut Sunday Sunday. And so it's like a – donut that they grill a little bit and then essentially a couple scoops of ice cream on top of it with like the other stuff that would go on a sundae but so i managed to get every bite i had at least some donut and some ice cream that's optimal every bite that's that's one of my specialties i think I'm probably <laughs>
1: yep.
2: top top two percent in the country <laughs> in being able to do stuff like that and it was so good. If you ever had, like, waffles and ice cream or ice cream and funnel cake, mm-hmm. kind of had that vibe going, but maybe even a little bit better. Um, I don't know. The guy, I don't think the guy could tell that I went up for a second one. He might have been able to tell. But what do I care? What, what am I going to do? Get arrested for having a second Girl donut Sunday, Sunday?
0: No, that's not. I'm, I'm hoping there was some, quote, important event that you skipped for this like you know maybe like an exclusive with Andy Reed or there was some other like where were all the other analysts what were they busy doing when you were the only one at that they were
2: probably at Radio Row they probably get an email uh like a, a stock email saying a food and beverage press conference at Allegiant Stadium and they're like yeah who goes to that <laughs> well, I do I do because you need me you need me at that press conference you want me at that press conference. Um it was awesome. You guys you can check out the videos and pictures on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Take like part of my brand, man, with the hashtag Tuck spreads and yep. hashtag show me your beer. I, I have to uh I have to represent it something like that.
1: Right. Well I lo- I I I love I love that you got you took that in um what what else stands out here early in the week um as far as the game goes if you're if you're of the mind to shift the conversation toward that like how are you feeling about um about the matchup, about the spread like anything anything that comes to mind here on tuesday
2: wait there's a game
0: (laughs) i
1: can't
2: i can't get that up for it so maybe hopefully no
0: you know what um The only thing
2: that jumped out to me so far, and I was at opening night last night and I interviewed a bunch of players and coaches, you know, the ones that don't have their own private podium or whatever, because I have no interest in that. Um, So I interview like coaches or maybe like starting offensive linemen, you know, that don't get their own booth Mm -hmm. or podium, whatever you call those things. The only thing that jumped out to me so far is the Niners complaining, probably. I mean, you know, Nick Bosa said last week when he was asked about the Chiefs' offensive line, he said, I noticed they hold a lot. And now the Niners evidently have an issue with their practice field. It's just, I don't know. <laughs> you know, they said all year, all offseason, you know, we never would have lost to the Eagles if Brock Purdy didn't get hurt. Which, To which I would say, like, how about, how about not letting him get hurt then? It's not like it was an unforced error. Hassan Reddick kind of killed him. I mean, I, like, I don't, I don't know. The 49 here's my point, okay? They annoy you. <laughs> I, like, I like fresh blood. I like new guys getting a chance to win Super Bowls. So, first of all, we talked about this last week. I like new guys getting opportunities to go to Super Bowls, which is why, you know, I was not as excited about a niners Chiefs Super Bowl. I would have preferred Ravens-Lions. New blood, new people getting the mm-hmm. opportunity. And then even in this game, you know, I would typically root for the 49ers because I think they've got some awesome dudes like McCaffrey and um, George Kittle seems awesome. I know you check. I'm friends with him and whatever. But they, they make themselves really hard to be likable, <laughs> like really hard. With, I just feel like they're always, like, complaining about something. It's pretty annoying.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm thinking of, um, I think it was Terry Bradshaw once who I heard. Like, Dallas lost to them in Super Bowls, and maybe he was even bringing up the Houston Oilers who lost to them in championship games. And he said something like, you know, enough with, uh, you you, got to just do it, right? Like, all these different excuses you hear. How about beat us once? You know, it wasn't like super cocky like that, but um, maybe San Francisco should just win this game first.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, yes. Uh, It's funny. I realized this today. Kyle Shanahan's been to four conference championship games. Now this is his second Super Bowl. But essentially, he's like his coaching career is like Andy Reid's in Philadelphia at this point. You know, Mm -hmm. like until he wins one, he's doing what Andy Reid did in Philly, going to the conference championship game every year they only making it to one Super Bowl and losing that one. So it's just a similarity I thought was, was striking. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see if we can get over the hump. I mean, they're favored, which I don't understand at all, but they are.
0: Insider Insider calls, including this with Ross Tucker, brought to you by Old Spice Gentlemen's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus twenty four seven moisturization. Because men have skin too.
1: And he's got Shanahan, isn't he? The coordinator for the Atlanta team that blows oh, yeah. the lead, right? So, yeah. like, he's got that. He's not a head coach, but still, like, that's that's on his resume too. That's pretty. That's pretty glaring.
2: Yeah, you know what? That's a really uh, that's a fair point too. That's that's a negative. Now twenty eight three, you know, some of that's on the defense. A lot of that's on the defense too, obviously. But yes, you go back in that game and there were some questionable choices by the Falcons offensively for sure. So he uh he you know, he I'm sure he certainly feels that, right? That he needs to kind of get over the hump of of actually being able to yeah. You know, win the big one.
1: How, how do you feel about Purdy at this point? We were, I talked some about Mike was off yesterday, and I, I spent some time. Uh, our, our producer Zach has a Purdy problem, and I've had a few people call in that have a Purdy problem. Um, you know, he's not that talented. It's the system, it's the coach, it's the teammates, and all the stuff. And so, like, it, it feels maybe like, you know, what's this guy doing here? Last pick in the draft two years ago, and he's in the Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes. Like, what? Uh, do you have a Purdy problem? Or are you cool with it? Well,
2: it's funny because everything you just said um, kind of reminds me of what people used to say about Brady. Yeah. <laughs> and Obviously, you know, Brock Purdy, let me just say this for the record, is not the next Tom Brady. He's not going to be as successful as Tom Brady. That would shock me. But um, I do think... There are similarities, and the similarities to me are primarily twofold. Right, number one, it's what I call draftism, which um, is very real in the NFL. I mean, I've been around like front office people, where they can watch a guy that they took in the first round have like five bad plays in a row, then he has one good play, and they'll be like, "See, yep, that's him. <laughs> that's who we got." Meanwhile, there'll be, like, an undrafted kid that'll have 25 good plays in a row, and he has one bad one, see? Yeah, that's why he didn't get drafted. Mm -hmm. Confirmation bias. In general, in in life, I think people like to... Well, they like to be right, but they like to um, have their opinion validated. So, draftism becomes a really big part of that. Really big part of that. And then... and, And Brady had some of that going on. I mean, if you guys remember... Even after they won the Super Bowl, okay, there was discussion as to whether or not, you know, they would stick with Brady or go back to Bledsoe as the quarterback in in New England. And they obviously traded Bledsoe to Buffalo, and that's when I was there with him and all that. Um, The other thing, though, is which is even more pronounced than Brady but it's still something that Brady had to deal with it's basically like the social media highlight culture we live in it's one reason why so many people are so high on Josh you know he can throw the ball 80 yards and Josh has the crazy awesome plays and you know he can run linebackers over and all that stuff and Mahomes and and by the way he is great and Mahomes can throw sideways and Lamar Jackson runs all over the place. You never watch Purdy, really, similar to like when Brady was the guy. You never really watch them and think, oh, my gosh, did you see that five-yard out pass he threw to Welker? Did you see the timing? And it just, like, <laughs> they don't do things that wow you physically, which, by the way, is probably why they weren't drafted that high. They don't have right. wow physical traits, but they operate the offense Exactly the way – now, Purdy, Purdy, by the way, hasn't played great the last couple games. But they operate the offense the way you're supposed to. And the reality is, if you're operating the offense, like, in rhythm, on time, getting the ball out quick, you're probably not going to do that many things that are that visually stimulating or impressive.
0: Mm -hmm. I think this kind of thing applies in other sports too, right? Why wouldn't it? But a a center fielder or a goaltender in hockey, like, one looks like – they're just boring. They're good, but it's just boring. they guys making spectacular saves and catches. And really, the first guy is just in better position. <laughs> you know, he sort of right. he doesn't need, need to do it. So what's the game about? Making the save, making the catch, making the throw? Um, the, the draft point has been a favorite point of mine forever, just like how hard it is. And it, it makes sense why. I mean, it's sort of easy how hard it is to accept somebody picked last. Would be really good while by the way, the same team picked somebody third overall uh the year before or two years before, and he just has not gotten there yet so but it happens I don't remember who it was, but somebody here in the Super Bowl um, you know what it
2: was I think I was at I think it might have been when I was at at Dan Patrick's show yesterday, but someone here has come up to me and said. Big Bills fan from Buffalo, listen to WGR all the time, and never miss Tuesdays at 5, which I thought was really cool. can't remember who it was or exactly the setting, but somebody definitely said that to me. And and, and I quote, their, their exact quote was, well, you know, those guys, meaning Shope and the Bulldog, those guys are awesome as it is, and then you just really add to it So I never miss it, which I thought was cool. I don't know. I don't listen to you guys enough to know whether I think you guys are cool on your own. But I definitely agree with the five o'clock at Tuesday.
1: When you're on it works. When you're on it works.
2: <laughs>
1: yes. No, it's a very straight, boring football. We talk we talk about zone blitzing a lot when you're not on, oh. Ross. It's very dry. Uh it's not entertaining at all. No it's... no laughs. We no. get
0: a lot of email like the too high analysis, you gotta slow down with that. <laughs> right? We're we're struggling to comprehend it. You guys are joking, right? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, but th- this point, you, you maybe you'll remember this. I, I, I mean, I know you were here with. We lived through the Bills drafting running backs to replace Fred Jackson repeatedly. Like he, he's he's better than all of them, but oh, we got to get a guy that first round pick that, that this guy's going to be better than Fred would just go out and just play and be better than everybody.
2: Yeah, that reminds me. I can't believe that guy played Division Three football. That's unbelievable. Like, I I would love to have gone back and, like, watched those highlights. I mean, he was such a good player for the Bills, such a good player. Um, I loved watching him. He really became a fan favorite, didn't
1: he? Oh, yeah.
0: Ross, you mentioned you're coming back, going home before the game and working out of the studio, but it's much how Bulldog and I did it for a few years, and we would go, uh, come back on the Saturday. How, how, uh, if I may ask, how do you spend your nights? So you've got, you know, Pacific time, so maybe you wrap up early in the afternoon, maybe you're done for the day, I don't know, but, you know, it's Vegas, and it's not, it's not that warm out of here either, by the way. No, it's been
2: bad, actually, the first. So far, it's been raining, and in, like, the 40s, I, I thought this was, like, the desert. Right. I don't know what the deal is. Um, well, so Sunday night, um, you know, I, uh, I ended up just kind of walking around with my producer, um, walking around, like, the strip, and then we came over because I wanted to show him sort of the entrance for stuff, and uh, we, we ate in and out. Um, okay. in an Outburger, and then I went to bed way too early because I was on East Coast time. Mm-hmm. Um, last night was just opening night, and so I didn't do anything after that, although I was offered to go somewhere. Tonight, of course, I had the opposite dilemma, right, where I was going to go to the media party, and then I had two other people um, invite me to their to their private dinners or whatever. So I think I'm going to go to the the Westwood One dinner tonight. Um, so I think I'm actually going to meet up with my buddy Kyle Brandt from Good Morning Football. Mm-hmm. I think I've probably told you guys this before, but we were college teammates and roommates. We were actually roommates our junior year um, in college. He's getting in um, at 4 o'clock Pacific. So I'm going to go over to his hotel, you know, catch up with my – it's just different. You know, like my high school friends that I've known since I was five – It's just different. And then my college friend, I've known since I was 18. It's just different, man. It's just like so comfortable. So like on my recruiting visit when I met Kyle, we were 17. You know what I mean? like, And so it's always cool. The the people that mean the most in life are the people that um, will treat you the same and really in my case make fun of you the same no matter how cool other people think you are. Yep. You know, yep. like that's who matters, right? Like that's who, like my high school friend, like I, I could have been doing a CBS game. I could be broadcasting the Super Bowl or starting for the Cowboys. And they're still talking about when I fell over riding my bike in front of Christy Moyer and Jenny Steph. You know what I mean? Like that's what they're talking about, <laughs> yes. right? Um, so it's awesome. So I I can't wait to visit with Kyle for a while and then go to the Western one dinner. But my recording time here, for the raw soccer football podcast and all my other shows is five a.m. local, so yeah. I get up at three forty-five, get over there by four thirty at the latest, and so then five to seven I do a lot of live stuff. Seven to ten I'm like recording stuff, interviews with people, and then um, seven at, and then after that, after ten I went on a bunch of radio stations, as you guys know, in person. It's called Radio Row, mm-hmm. and um, you know I just talk with them about the game and tell them about my front You guys know what, uh, how I feel about that for a Valentine's day gift and promoting stuff. If I'm not, you know, getting compensated like I am with you guys. So then that's kind of the exchange, right? If I'm going to give you some time, right, they give me a chance to chance to promote something. Um, and it's good. It's a good, it's a good exchange, It's a good trade, and it'll be a fun week, but I can't, I can't stay up real late. And I don't, I don't gamble anyway. Like if I, if I come to Vegas, with friends, like it's to be at the be at a pool during the day, and then go to an incredible dinner and a fantastic show. Um, uh, casinos sort of depress me a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, especially like where I live in Pennsylvania. I don't know. My general sense when I go into them is that a lot of people that are gambling <laughs> would probably be better served by not by not gambling. And it kind of bums me out.
0: Understood. Restaurants, you can't really go wrong. Although one night's In and Out, nothing against it. I, I, I'm sure you don't. Just, Ross Tucker does not need my recommendations. But uh, no, if, you
2: know what's so funny about that? I was going to post that on social media. Like we've got the greatest chefs and restaurants yeah, in the world. Yeah. So of course I started by going to In and Out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Does that? You missed out on Craft Steak in that one, but you still have a couple of days. Okay. <laughs> Ross, I'm not sure if we're talking next week. I don't want to put you on the spot or anything now, but just if we're not, thank you. And if we are, thanks for today and enjoy the game.
2: Yeah, I mean, if we're not, reach out to me and uh, we can we can do it outside of Odyssey or we can figure something out. But um, uh, it's been awesome talking with you guys all season. You guys know how I feel about it. You know how I feel about Bill's fans. You know how I feel about Western New York. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And yeah, Um, I don't know. Let's try to see if we can figure out a way for them to both lose. It'll be interesting.
1: (laughs) All right, man. Well, the feeling's definitely mutual on our end, man. Thanks for this. Enjoy the trip and safe travels home. All right. See you guys. All right. That was Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker and his calls, insider calls in general, brought to you by Old Spice, Men Have Skin 2, and by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at Northwest.com. I didn't know the Kyle Brandt. Peace. I didn't either. I don't I don't feel like he's ever mentioned that to us I before. Didn't he must he must feel like, you know, we talk so regularly that it, he would have mentioned it, but I don't think I've ever heard that before. As we
0: in, get into the off season here, those of you that get really into the draft, we do to some extent, we certainly will on the show in the coming weeks. If you've got a guy standing offer, if you've got a guy, we want to know who he is. Who's your guy? 803-0550. Tonight the Sabers and Stars downtown. Paul Hamilton With pregame joins us at six, Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR.